welcome to uh, Sheffield Hopcast. It's a very, very cold Sheffield Hopcast tonight. Uh, I've had my hood up until a couple of minutes ago. I may end up putting my hood back up, so if you're watching the video of this, I may end up looking like the Grim Reaper by the end of this recording um right we've got um, a full contingent of hopcasters tonight we're going to do so we don't normally do it this way around but we've also got a guest i'm going to talk to the guest first for reasons that will become uh, apparent so good evening to tom who is our guest tonight hi tom hello um so tom um i, I in order to kind of set up the reason for our theme i kind of need to ask you a little bit about um your business and the beginnings of your business yeah so um i set up a company called little mesters which i believe is going to be be the theme um loose we're a digital marketing agency and um the story kind of came from a, it's the cheesiest story in the world but a trip to um kelham island museum with my, my dad about uh, two years ago, something like that, back when we could go to museums. Um, and it, within there, there's a sort of section as you first go in that shows you um, the little mesters, a little mesters workshop, like an example of how it might might have looked. Uh, and they also have a little mesters uh, street or row, I think they call it row. Um, and that kind of gave me the inspiration for the way we run our business. So I guess if you want me to sort of paraphrase how what the little mesters were. Yes, please. Um, so again, I guess the best way of putting it was they're sort of experts in one part of a production process. So, um, I always use the example that's probably historically not accurate, but uh, someone who might, might, might have made the handles, for instance, someone else might make the, the blades of a pair of scissors. Uh, so yeah, or knives or anything like that. So each person had a specialist part. They came together to put together an expertly crafted product at the end of it. And at one point there was uh, hundreds of these things dotted around Sheffield, uh, possibly centered around Kellam Island I guess but yeah and that kind of gave me the idea to replicate that in the um 21st century brilliant so we've used that as inspiration for our theme this evening which as ever is a loose theme as we do on the hopcast uh, but it's centering around um Sheffield heritage so we've let everyone kind of interpret that as they uh, wish uh, Sean obviously just makes up his own theme so we'll see what happens when we get to uh, we get to uh, Sean so Sheffield heritage uh, however we uh, have each wanted to kind of take that as our theme um, so Tom um, of Little Mesters what beer have you brought along tonight uh, I mean I've gone totally on theme and gone for Little Mesters pale <laughs> you've so, got to explain this yeah. to us so is this your own beer no uh it's not no it, it popped up about six months ago on my instagram feed and um i wasn't sure if initially they were wary that i was going to be mad at them for having the same name but if anything i was i was grateful because uh, i just thought i think it looks really cool i think they're based up um in meadowhead or somewhere near there um and they've produced a few beers so far and this i think is the latest latest one I did actually send them out as Christmas presents at work, and everyone. I think most people assumed I had started my own brewery, which unfortunately I haven't. So, little just to clarify, Little Mesters Brewery not associated with Little Mesters. Little, little can't even say it. Little Mesters, little Mesters. the agency, um, but oh, right. a very neat coincidence. So, what what kind of beer is it? Uh, it's a pale. I'll just have a look there. You know what? There's minimal. There's minimal 
description of it on the can. It just literally just says pale, pale and it's got some alcohol pale. in it. Well, you know, that's, yeah, all, that's I mean, all we really want from uh, from a beer, really. 4.5%. Okay, good stuff. So that's that's a good start. Um, so, uh, Laura, what direction have you gone in with this? I've been a little bit cheeky because I feel like <laughs> I haven't talked about the, uh, or we haven't raised the got Thornbridge are in Derbyshire debate for a while, so I've brought a Thornbridge beer. <laughs> um, Excellent. Because, uh, yeah, I think they're, uh, obviously their pubs in Sheffield. Uh, they've got some lovely kind of historic buildings here. Um, I've also picked their, um, it's the beer that they made for tramlines that obviously didn't go ahead last year. But I thought that has a really nice link to Sheffield as well, something that's really important to the city and that gets lots of... Uh, kind of local businesses and things involved as well. Um, I was going to bring Dry Poor, but that felt too cheeky, so I thought I'd bring it back to Sheffield a little bit with the Tramlines connection. Um, 4.5, same as Tom's, uh, Session IPA with... You know, this, it doesn't say what hops or anything like that are in it, um, but raises money for Sheffield charities as well. So a few different ways that I've uh, kind of brought the theme in this one. Good. I like it. I like it. That's good. Right. I'm going to go next. Um, and I've gone for, see, I'm going for modern heritage, kind of. Um, I basically used this theme as an excuse uh, to get the uh, hookster. Oh, you can't really see that because of the uh, light there. But anyway, Hookster is back uh, from Abbeydale. Uh, and I, I think this was my favourite beer of 20... 18 something like that so um yeah it, I, I i mean there's heritage there because it's um uh, obviously a very traditional sheffield brewery been around for a long time so i'm claiming this one as being on theme uh six percent you'll remember me and adam going on and on and on and on about huckster when uh, it uh, first came out this is the huckster cryo version so uh look at it. brilliant walking into a beer shop and seeing it sat there um right okay sean what is your sheffield heritage beer well i uh <laughs> i i did pick up that there was a theme for uh, for this week uh, there are two words to the theme but i only saw one of those words and so the word i saw was heritage and so i didn't realize apologies tom that there was a sheffield uh, element to this so um thinking very loosely i think this beer was probably given to me in sheffield uh, by uh, the brewer and so I think that's how we link it back to the Steel City. But I, I've gone for a beer called Rasputin. And it's a, a, an Imperial Russian stout. 7.4%. Uh, it's a limited edition, barrel aged. Um, it's best before is December 2018. Uh, the reason I've picked this beer is that I did see that there was a theme, but still forgot to bring a beer home that might have um, been deemed heritage. So I've raided my heritage beer box in the uh, in the dark cellar and i've come out with this because it's brewed by a rat brewery up at huddersfield who are owned by osset brewery and in my eye my if i take my drinking back to my heritage days perhaps this is posts up in fizzy lagers uh, when i was uh, in my early 20s but if i go back to my own personal heritage beer days the starting point of my beer um, osset brewery and Fernandez Brewery 
who were all part of the same group as Rat Brewery, they were at the very centre of it. I used to love Osset beers and Fernandez Pales particularly. If I went to any beer festivals and Osset, things like Silver King and Fernandez did a, a brilliant range of hoppy pails, I always went for them. And so uh, they were, they, 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 uh, in my eye, one of the breweries that started sort of um, really getting involved in hops, uh, particularly as part of the more modern sort of beer scene. And so, uh, but I, I still, I still give a little, nice little nod to Osset as a, a bit of a heritage brewer. They've not been around for hundreds of years, but certainly they were at the start of the sort of modern wave of of UK beers, particularly. So I've not opened it yet. It's got a brilliant uh, Rasputin, a dark uh, um, label on the front with the uh, the Mad Russian on the front of it and I'm hoping for big things. The aroma is absolutely fantastic just on opening the bottle and uh, it's also a heritage style it's a, a, a sort of imperial Russian stout and I thought that that also fitted the heritage theme in that uh, I always think of that type of brew um, uh, because they were obviously quite historic. All right, we're going to let you have that one, Sean. You can. You can uh, I thought if I talked long enough, it looks like a enough, cracking beer. If I, if I talked long enough, you would you would be <laughs> so, bored to death with with um, it. Which which one of those five uh, breweries? Rat, is it, so this was brewed by Rat Brewery, and I should say I think this was given to me in Sheffield by the brewer. Uh, 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 Paul uh, at Rat and, and Osset, Paul Spencer, was an was a absolutely lovely, fantastic fella. And uh, I can only think that I got this beer as a result of him visiting our shop and handing it over as a gift. I've not tasted it yet, but the aroma is absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Am I right in thinking that um, salt is part of under Osset's Ownership salt as well. Air, no, salt, no, no. Salt are, are oh, in Salt yeah, Air, but not salt. linked to Salt Air Brewery. Laura, oh, I, I think. I think. I think Salt are linked to a uh, brewery uh, equipment developer. Would that be right? They are. I thought uh, yeah, they were yeah. off it as well. Right. I. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think that they were off it. Salt Air Brewery are not connected. Right. Um, no, it would it would make sense as well as in that they're in the old venue of the hop, yeah. which is also. I honestly didn't. I didn't think yeah. that, so we also, would have to yeah. dig deeper yeah. on that yeah. front. Um, I thought a lot of the uh, um, funding to get salt had come from the people who um, installed all the um, um, brewing equipment. They've got a stunning brewing setup there, and I thought it had come from that, mm. but I, I didn't think Osset were involved. But the the beer is outstanding, mm. as you'd expect. Lots of dark raisins. A real uh, aroma from the barrel aging on it—it's uh, phenomenal. I, I over Christmas when went f- down a real um, barrel aged rabbit hole um, and had absolutely loads of barrel aged beers. Couldn't get enough of them, uh, and I'm just trying to wean myself off now. Um, but you are making me really want that beer, Sean. Yeah, um, you're what a great rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> of, of Christmas rabbit holes <laughs> to go really down. Is- I mean, that's one of the better ones. Um, Adam, we've not <laughs> talked about your beer yet. <laughs> No, it's all right. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to wait until until everyone had um, shown shown their cards because um, I had a couple of options. One of them, uh, you've made my mind up already, James, because you've gone for an Abbeydale one. But I will give it a shout out because 15 years ago when I moved to Sheffield, I used to live up in Forward, and the Rising Sun was my local like pub. Um, and we've we have had a moonshine special and stuff. But back when I was getting into beers back then, I always waited around for about November time when there were a special came out, which is actually part of Core Range now, but. 
Deception. That was a that wasn't a beer that was out all the time, and this was one of the first kind of beers which I thought that's got that really kind of new world hop kind of flavour that you were getting from like a kind of a classic a classic brewery. So um, big shout out to that. So I will have that later on, but um, you made my mind up. So even more probably more obvious. I'm surprised anyone's gone for it. Um, around the some similar sort of time, I were drinking Kellam Island Brewery beers. So obviously the classic Pale Rider, five point two percent. Sort of a strong pale, really. Um, uh, and also got some glassware, which, because obviously they're based in Caleb Island, not far away from where the where Tom's has been talking. Well, probably an actual stone's throw yeah, away from the museum, aren't they? Um, <coughs> but I also, had my, I, also, I also had my 30th birthday upstairs at the Fat Cat, which kind of put all their beers on. And I thought I'd use my um, Adfest 2012 oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Glass, glassware. It's only a sticker, but uh, yeah, mm. this has lasted. Nine years, and it's like a, it's like I put it on. This, yesterday, we've had this so, before, uh, haven't we? Didn't yeah, we have an episode where we all had to bring our own glass, and you brought an Adfest glass? Yeah, I think Alex. I think Alex um, from well Tramlines. I think he's he's got one of these because I, I got a weird reminder on Facebook. But it <laughs> must have been like was it the Tramlines episode, and you left it in the yeah. office? Is that how it is that how it went down? Uh, I can't remember. I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, just a proper proper pint glass, like you know, just straight sided, as straight as they come. But yeah, my brother-in-law did load his stickers for my thirtieth, and we had this like mini festival upstairs at Fat Cat. Mm. And uh, honestly, whoever print, whoever makes these stickers, I need to find out because they are waterproof as anything. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've not had um, I've not had Pale Rider in a while really, but I've definitely not had it in cans since I started canning it. So it will be interesting how it compares. New experience for um, me. Yeah. I, I've had it many times out of those like four pint jugs that you get like whenever it's been um, tram lines and you go to the fat cat and you're like I'll just buy a, a plastic four pint container it's much easier um, and same uh, back in the days when bonfires were allowed um, and obviously the, the the annual bonfire at the fat cat was one of the the main like events in the calendar every year um, and that was the same whereby you'd yeah. buy the four pinters because it was just so much easier than trying to get to the to the bar it's a brewery that we very rarely even talk about at all. Um, I think we have done one of their beers on an earlier show. I think we might have done Easy Rider. But they're, I mean, Sean, Laurie, you've probably got more kind of a accomplished, a better story to tell. But, you know, they're probably pretty much at the forefront of like the changing the beer scene in Sheffield, if not even nationally, um, to some right. degree. And that makes um, it a great choice, yeah, actually. Definitely. Definitely. Um, it is a, an excellent choice. Yeah, I think no, I might have committed a, a, a cardinal sin by not, not having glassware. Did you get out the can? <laughs> Straight from the can. I've left, I've left my glass downstairs. <laughs> Go on, how do you feel about this? <laughs> this is a, a real break from uh, from um, procedure. So this is uh, this is good then. So we've, we're all, all drinking it in our own way, uh, a Sheffield-ish <laughs> heritage um, beer, which is good because I think sometimes we, um, particularly since we've been doing the remote version of this we don't necessarily do as many sheffield beers as maybe we would do when we'd be kind of doing the in-person stuff so i think that's really really good and um, i'm pleased we're doing that although adam kind of reminiscing about the tramlines episode has got me reminiscing about recording episodes when we'd all be sat around the same table which feels like an absolute age ago now i'm hoping we might get a chance during the summer maybe to do a socially distanced <clears throat> episode in a park or something we'll, we'll see i don't think we've james i don't think we've actually seen each other yet have we Face to face um, since lockdown. 
I don't think we have. I've seen Laura and I've seen, yeah, seen Sean, but I don't think I have. I've dropped some off at your house, but I never saw you. No, I don't. I, yeah. You're right. I don't think Coming up to a year. Do. I don't think we do. <laughs> I can <laughs> confirm, by the way, that due to the, the, the wonders of modern technology, I have just checked. And you're right, Osset are, are the, uh, the brewery behind Salt. And so uh, uh, a new venture for them. Uh, am I right in thinking also that uh, Little Messers, is there a Little Messers cheese company as well? Have I, have I, heard? I think there is, yeah. yeah. There's, um, it's, yeah, it's down near, um, oh, it's, um, where Depot Bakery is. So I think they do it in yeah. there, you know, down where, yeah, where yeah, Peddler yeah. is, essentially. When I, when I went to set it up, obviously did a, did searches and all that. There are, there are various things in Sheffield. There's a, there's a nursery, there's all sorts that are called either Mesters or some sort of, uh, variants of it. There's various office places as well that are called like Mester's Workshops or Mester's Place as well. So it's it's becoming a bit more common. And is it exclusive to Sheffield, Tom? Was that does that sort of phrase and, and term only used heritage-wise here in in Sheffield, or is it does it have a a, a UK-wide or worldwide sort of uh, element to it? So I mean, I get, I'm I'm really worried that some sort of historian might listen to this and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but as far as I can gather, Mester, Mester is just a <laughs> a Sheffield pronunciation of the word master right. that just found itself into spelling. It feels um, like a I Sheffield word, doesn't it? I, some people kept saying it's pronounced Maester, but that's more Game of Thronesy yeah. to me than anything else. Um, <laughs> so I say Mester, and then on, the, on my website I was quick to point out that I was I hadn't spelt master wrong, and I was aware <clears throat> it had an e in it. But I believe it's Sheffield based. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I remember it. I think it's, it's definitely local because I, re- I remember it from being in Rotherham and stuff. But I think like yeah, that that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Go, yeah. go and say it's thank like, you to that like kind mester. Like that it, kind of thing. Like it, it's definitely uh, yeah. yeah. It must be a very kind of South Yorkshire. But it's still it, local. Like, it must be. I'm not sure anyone else mm. would particularly understand it. Um, interesting. Um, the uh, peddler came up um, there in discussions because there's now a there's a new uh, bottle shop that's opened within the peddler complex that 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 Burton Road building called Spring Yard which opened um this week which is um interesting so it's it's interesting to see that places still opening kind of in face of everything that's um that's that's sort of going on Sean how is the uh how is the um lockdown beer bottle trade yeah it's good it is good yeah that there's a um before I come on to that perhaps there's a, there's also announced yesterday a new one in Hillsborough uh, going to be up in uh, yeah. Nick from Walkley Beer Co. Who I think I've had to close uh, again with the, the various restrictions. I think he announced yesterday. Uh, Pagonia, is it? Pagonia? Yeah. Um, um, pang- Pangolin. That's Pangolin. it. Pangolin. I looked it, I looked it up. It's a it's an animal that looks like one of those like shrew kind of things. It actually looks like a bit like its back's made out of a big hop. Yeah. So I wonder if that's kind of some influence. Oh, I'll find like out, but I wonder shrew. if that's the... Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what a shrew It's got that kind like. of like... Compare something to looking like no, a shrew. I'm trying to think what's the other... What's the other thing? It's kind of got like a kind of... It's hard to explain. It's like a... Its body looks like a... Sort of like a pine cone. It's How got do you spell it? Scaled Pang- kind just, uh, of... Pangolin. P-A-N-G-O. As a Hillsborough resident, though, it's it's been a long time coming now. I've been here for four years almost now and we've desperately we've got the green shop obviously but i'm assuming it might have some sort of sit down yeah section to it when it opens as far as i can tell so and with it next next door to orangeburg kitchen i think it's um we're starting to get a few a few more of the things that maybe walkley and crooks have had for a number of years so 
Yeah. There's a crossroad. There's a there's a deli across the road. I think it's Molly's, Molly's or yeah. something. That's supposed to be quite good as well. So yeah, becoming a nice little corner at the bottom of the Adam. Your your description of the little shrew and everything else reminded me of uh, Winter Watch uh, <laughs> uh, last week, and I I thought that next week, if anyone's watching from Winter Watch, uh, watches the podcast, uh, you might have a chance there. Uh, I could see you in the. In the Welsh valleys, uh, <laughs> describing everything that walks by as a little shrew, <laughs> a little shrewy little thing. It looks. Like I'm trying to think of it. Shrew. There's another animal. Brilliant. Does it look like a hawk? Not, like sh- not like a shrew. I, I'm trying to think of another I, word I, for it. I know it's, what you mean, uh, though. And they got one. At York, they got one. At, they got one at Yorkshire Wildlife Park. It just runs around in a circle. This gets even crazier. They also look a bit like. You know, like when you get off the plane and you're waiting for your luggage to come, and those conveyor belt things that go around, and they've got like the slats that Armadillo. overlap each other, so that they can yeah. kind of move around G- and stuff. James, they also look it, a little bit like that. It is. You're right, armadillo. It, it is. You're right. It is. It is armadillo. Is it, that's, what, that's what I meant. I is it a bit of a coronavirus joke, maybe as well? Because isn't that meant to be the thing that it's 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 started this possibly? Spread? Yeah, it's between that and a bat that I think are like head to head. For who it was that uh, that, that it spread from humans for, because I think they are um, considered. Are they like a delicacy somewhere, or they're thought to have magical powers or something? So, in 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 some kind of far eastern countries, they do get eaten as um, yeah, and, and poached. And um, I think they're a bit of a uh, a rare species in some in some parts of the world. Right. So there is also meant to be. Um, Something else opening in Hillsborough, actually. There's a, like an application for a license a bit further down for another pub sort of bar. So you might be getting two two in the space of a very short amount of time. Mm. Well, in terms of answering... so far, we're when, 20 minutes in, yeah, and, and it, we've yeah, not strayed yeah. beyond Sheffield apart from Sean's... It, in terms of answering your question, James, <laughs> right at the start there, it probably is a good time to open a, a beer shop, uh, to be honest. Um, um, uh, now, now will be the time. So, yeah, things continue to be busy. Uh, deliveries, mail order, and and um, there's, there's certainly plenty of people still about collecting in the shop and and buying from the shop. All done nice and sort of safely. Um, not many people about in the city centre, so there is. It does give you a lot more confidence that things are um, are safer there. But thankfully, we have people that will re- reserve beers and come and collect them in the shop for less than a minute, and away they go. And some collecting and coming to the loading bay, so we can do all that contactless as well. So mm. we're, we're we're managing to find a way to make it all work. So it's all good at the moment. Yeah, good. Which is good. I, I've got to say, from a um, yeah, from a beer point of view, there's probably never been so much choice in terms of places mm. to kind of get beers from to have at, at home because there's so many pubs obviously that are, are doing kind yeah. of takeaway stuff as well and, and so many um, breweries doing just, direct just, as well so yeah you, like it's not it's not it's not difficult is it you kind of like, you remember no. at the start of the first lockdown when we spoke to um simon from um beers without frontiers and he was saying it's a little bit difficult for them to find beer and stuff and that feels like a long time ago now where we were thinking oh we're quite fortunate in Sheffield because we've, we've got quite a few places like I imagine everywhere now is, is Simon, kind of like Sa- know, a wash. Simon now gets plenty of his beers from Sheffield as a very um, valuable uh, mail order customer of ours so uh, that uh, that that was that was good to to meet up and chat with him uh, in the spring because he is uh, one of our beer savers now so that's it's good he's enjoying himself I don't know if I've ever asked you this question, Sean. Go on. Yeah. Go on, it's all right. You're probably going to ask the same thing. I was going to ask the question as to why um, you never decided to go down the route of having like a proper e-commerce website for Beer Central. Yeah, we we did. We paid for one, uh, in fact. Um, But we 
we decided that I always say that we're um, rather arty fartily we're a post website uh, business uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like that. I, I like the idea um, I, I'm, I'm, I've always been a bit of a control freak and which is a, a pain in the ass really but uh, um, I like the idea that we can visit our customers rather than uh, within within the um, the online uh, world we can visit our customers rather than customers uh, uh, visit us if you get me, me drift rather than have a website that sits there and waits for people to to go to it um, we use social media to go to our customers so if Adam is sat on the bog at 7 a.m. Um, he, 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 I can I can speak to him, James. If you're uh, at your radio place at, at, at five a.m., my posts on social media and so on vi visit you. And so um, we like to we, we, we like to take that opposite. I've always been a, 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 a sort of against the crowd type of people. If everybody else is doing that thing, I, I often try and perhaps look at doing the other thing. And so uh, in our particular world at the moment, um, we do the other thing. And so uh, we we control what we sell uh, online. Obviously, we've got the shop. O often, James, as well, the problem was that we sold so, so quickly things in the shop that linking that into e-commerce was quite difficult. And so uh, that's why we we paid for a website right at the start, uh, loaded all our beers onto it, but then struggled to link um, our shop sales, which were incredibly mm -hmm. busy because we opened four weeks before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, to our website sales, so we scrapped it and decided to do it in a in a different way. So we're not unique in that now. There's a few of the businesses do uh, something very similar, but uh, it works brilliantly for us, and we create a closer bond with our customer. Uh, so rather than the customer visiting a website that just gives them an order number and then the customer sits and waits, we're we're in constant communication with our customers in terms of pricing boxes, speaking to them, um, uh, which w just wouldn't normally happen. We're, we're, we're constantly there alongside our customers in our in our social media world. So it, it works nicely. Yeah, we, we, we enjoy it and customers it's seem to enjoy it as well. So there's, there's, there's not much point in changing things, really. I like that. It's interesting to hear that. It's funny you say that, actually, because um, having that kind of actual human control over it... Um, would have probably helped a problem I've had in the last week where I've had to, I've not, it's like the last two things I've ordered online beer wise have both right. gone wrong. <laughs> um, one wasn't their fault, one was a delivery issue, but this one, I'm not going to name any names, but essentially I'm chasing it up saying, where is it? And they've gone, oh yeah, we kind of, we, we, we had a bit, we made a few mistakes on that, we, we, we can't supply them. It's like, were you, were you thinking of letting me know or? <laughs> like, so yeah, so you can have some of this instead. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, putting putting a good offer out online, and not then delivering, taking too many orders, is um, something that you probably would have picked up on thinking. Do you know what? Three hundred people wanted that beer, yeah. and I know I've only got. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I know I've only got fifty of them. So um, we, we, having that kind of human, control, I know there's the opposite. There's the opposite. Benef there's benefits in the opposite way, but um, in terms we, of how you yeah, operating, that probably we, we become. Um, it, it, this sounds very very cheesy, but I, honestly, I don't mean it to be. But uh, um, in almost every case, certainly in that online sort of sphere, and, and certainly face to face, but we're talking about online. We become uh, friends of our customers, and so uh, 
I can see our customers going out on a, a walk in Carlisle or I can see them uh, uh, um, uh, up in, uh, we have one customer who, who reserves beers um, when he's on a ship out in the North Sea and can't have a drink and he lives in Aberdeenshire, he's involved in uh, uh, exploration at sea and uh, so uh, we know who they are, what the jobs are. Um, we have a customer who, who I need to organise a box for this coming week who was saving uh, beers with us in uh, Afghanistan while she was on her last post of uh, uh, duty there. So she was over there reserving your beers with us and we had them delivered to her when she got back um, to the UK. So we get we get really close to the customer and become friends with the customer basically and so we, we do really enjoy that side of the online thing rather than them just being a, an order number uh, uh, that we put a nice a nice written note in in the box. We, we actually we're, we're there with the customers all the time so that that's proven to be very successful. Um, in, in in how it all works. Do you think that that uh, the, the question I'll ask before before I know it's like we're yeah, interviewing yeah, yeah. Sean, yeah. isn't it? But um, I, in in the nicest possible way, when I when I found out people like um, Steve mm. from Beer Clocks and stuff were like customers of yours, there was an actual. I see you more of an actual shop. I, it kind of puzzled me a little bit at first, thinking why are they going to Sheffield or to, to Sean particularly? when they've probably mm. got something a lot closer and, and and Simon and then obviously you've got websites that you can mm. just buy off you know with a click where you do it kind of more like you know mm. messaging and stuff and maybe it is that maybe it is that personal kind of touch that loyalty you feel, lo you know, <clears throat> that value from yeah, loyalty to yeah, friends yeah, I think yeah, people so, yeah. people feel loyal to friends and 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 like to continue things that go well for them and we have a good record of getting beer uh, to, to us customers successfully mm. So that it brings a little bit of loyalty as well into it. Um, and so we try not to fall out with anyone, Adam, apart from you. I don't mind falling out York, with you now and Yorkshire again. Yorkshire charm, <laughs> isn't it? You're a bit of Yorkshire, Yorkshire yeah, charm. Yeah, we even deal with charm. Wednesday fans. I mean, we're happy to speak to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode now you're bringing up footballs because Barnsley have won a couple. Pipe Eight o'clock. I, 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 I noticed that you were, you were wanting to get finished early, James. Are you are you watching the match tonight or are you up early tomorrow morning? What's how, how's tonight going to play so out? I'm not. I'm not going to be watching it. Um, but I can tell you the score um, if you want. Four, thank, it's four nil. It's finished four nil. We are in numbers <laughs> to Everton. Because, uh, Tom is also um, within oh. the Wednesday ranks, so you are <laughs> firmly outnumbered tonight, Sean. So, um, Tom, um, uh, obviously we're like we're nearly a year into all this kind of COVID nonsense and everything. But what's your kind of beery experience over lockdown and everything been? I know things have been weird for you because you've been setting up a business, and of course, you know, you had your mm. um, your daughter was born as well, not long before kind of all this stuff started kicking off. So, um, yeah, where where have you kind of been in terms of? Um, opening a business that's based down at Kellam Island where there's loads of great pubs and none of them are open. Oh, it's been on and off really, hasn't it? So I had a brief a brief spell where I could get to some of them. So Fat Cat, to be honest with you, was was basically next door to where I was working at the time. So if I was going to go for a beer, it was more than often there. Um, and yeah, we've obviously we've moved into another office. It's still in Kellam Island. So we're kind of, it take, well, it, sh it should have been, take your pick really, of where you want to go for after work beer or... <clears throat> Whatever, but unfortunately, for a majority of the time, I've just not been able to do that. Um, I would, you know, I've always kind of ordered online anyway, at various places. I've shopped with Sean before, he won't recognise me. I do, Tom, actually. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I recognise. He says that to everyone. He says that to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been, I tried to, I tried to spread the love. If that makes sense. So hop hideout, um, bar stewards. And, well, bar stewards, I would often pick up beers from after work because they they were nearby, as well. Um, and then online orders, really. You know, a combination of the locals. I've kind of stuck to Abbeydale. And what are we? Are we calling Formbridge local? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, local, yeah. We've we've, we've yeah. claimed them as ours. Abbeydale, Formbridge. Uh, I've driven out to Bradfield a number of times to 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 fill up my jug. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, it's just been a bit different, really, hasn't it? I think my my actual local local here is the Horse and Jockey, which is a standstill pub. Um, so you know, out, I'm mm, very close to me then, Tom. Say again, sorry. You're very close to me, then. Yeah, I think we are relatively close, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But you'll know as well as I do then that Hillsborough isn't exactly f- flushed with um, <laughs> what's the word? What's the polite word to use? Nice pubs. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's been it's been a bit different. I much prefer to be out somewhere drinking a drinking a pint, but we've, we've made it work really. Yeah, fair dues. Yeah. And what what's your kind of um, beer style of choice? Um, do you know what's really funny is that I was like I've always strayed away from like porters and stouts, and I found myself in a similarly not not a barrel age, but over Christmas, I had I had quite a few either as gifts or in, in like packs, and I found myself thinking oh, I've I've ridiculously avoided these for a long time. I actually really like them, um, so I've started to drink a few more of those recently. But normally I'd just be an, I'm a standard issue IPA person. Really, I do quite like Farmers Blonde. It, it, it's good to know someone else went down the uh, the stout rabbit hole, as we shall uh, as we shall call it. Of a, uh... More like a, a voyage of discovery, really. <laughs> I need to find this rabbit hole that's just full of stout and just very dark. That's all I'll say. It's very dark. And once you're in it, it's quite difficult to get out. That's, that's certainly. Uh... I have to say, I think um, I think my beer of lockdown though was uh, Abbeydale Voyager, which people don't really seem to talk about. But I think it's brilliant. Well, it very consistent. Which, it, it, yeah, intonation, I mean, doesn't it? Because there's there's been um, there's been a few, um, but yeah, um, uh, that, that's kind of good. Any, any, anyone else had anything good over the last kind of two three weeks since we uh, since we last recorded that they want to highlight? I did I did pick up I did pick up a cryo um, huckster actually the last last can in in green shop actually. Um, I went for a run with a friend and we picked up a beer <laughs> after and I literally drunk it drunk it. <laughs> Yeah, I find I find in some of my runs at the minute of just finishing at the green shop, um, <laughs> just to um, sometimes think for a coffee. But um, if it's if it's in the evening, pick that. up a can. If you if you um, see a guy running around um, Sheffield well, with a can <laughs> of beer, he's swigging out of rather than a water bottle. You know who it is. I did I did have um, I did have um, the Neeps End. I'm gonna have to help Sean. You have to help. I had it last night. Actually, uh, yeah. Gog, gog my dog. Gog, gog, gog my dog. I had it last night, Adam. Really, yeah. uh, absolutely superb. Yeah, me too, actually. It. Yeah. Uh, so it's um, if I remember, it's a vanilla cocoa, really tonker. soft tonker on it. You get yeah. tonker up front, but it, it doesn't overpower it. Yeah. Uh, just, just really delicious beer. Yeah. I think yeah, I Christmas twenty twenty one. I meant to have it to go down a Tonka hole. I think they're the holes to go down, aren't they? <laughs> Laura, Laura, if she was here, uh, would would love this, uh, uh, um, because she's a massive fan of Tonka. She was that she was that the Tonka the Tonka uh, trip to Indie Man is a is a legendary trip from some years ago. 
I want to give a little shout out to yeah. Hannah actually because um, Hannah had some news over the last couple of months. She, uh, Hannah, who've had on a few, couple of times, who worked at Neeps and now North. has got a new job oh. up at North um, at oh, Leeds. Wow. So, uh, dirty Leeds. Yeah. So she's a. Uh, hopefully, I've, I've sent her a message saying if you, you know if, if you want to you drop me some off on your on your way back on, on the mm. cheap, then uh, I'd be more than happy. So, still, she's still living in Sheffield, so don't panic anybody. So uh, she's not she's not uh, defecting to the to the west. No, yeah, so one, one. nice little. Oh, I go on. I interrupted you. No, it's all right. That was it really? Just um, sort of congratulations, I suppose. Uh, it's a nice move. That the one good thing about lockdown as well, beer-wise, is that I've noticed there's been an increasing supply of daya kicking about. Whereas, like in local shops, I mean, rather than just online, yeah. I don't know if that's a because of you've been going to bar stewards too much. I think that's like, <laughs> no, they are, they are definitely <laughs> they're big, big champions, totally, aren't they? Totally, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely, yeah, changed over. Um, over, over, over the last kind of six to nine months, the availability of um, they've they've you know. got a, a, a north Sam a, a northern sales guy, uh, so he um, uh, has coincided with the uh, um, the improved access now to to Dayer up north. Uh, so he's a, a great lad and is uh, making sure Northern England gets lots of Dayer now, which is fantastic. You're right, though, Tom. I've noticed that a lot of people selling like full range of cans and stuff. And um, I'd always remembered uh, Alan Charlie talking about <clears throat> wanting to get like a, a core beer over there and, and doing drives down there to pick it up. But yeah, what are you saying, Sean? It's never not always been that easy to get get hold of them. Has it, it was easier in, in before, yeah. If you were taking numbers, keg yeah. and that as well on on pallets, then it was e- a bit easier. But uh, the 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 sending out can uh, cans are using couriers and brilliant system easy to order and so uh, there's no difficulty anymore there that's it's, it's nice and easy cool good stuff right let's talk about our beers um laura um how's yours um it's really nice i was a bit i wasn't worried about it the best before day on this beer was yesterday um but i did get it especially um for this episode um, but it tastes actually, it's still absolutely delicious, still really fresh, uh, vibrant hop character to it. Um, just does what it says on the tin, just a nice quaffable, um, you know, not it's not a standout beer, but it's a really easy drinking, tasty beer. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. If you had the option to trade it for a Tonka Stout, would you? <laughs> I did actually buy a beer that I haven't tried it yet. But I had to buy it on the name. Um, it's a mocha and hazelnut cream horn, nine percent stout from Demoschlertel. Probably butchered the pronunciation of that. Um, who are a Dutch brewery, and it's called Grax the Cream Horn Gobbler. So it's not Tonkery, but it sounds similarly <laughs> ridiculous. So I'm looking forward to drinking that. <laughs> I'm going to book that in. So this year, I'm going to go down a Tonka hole at Christmas. The next year is going to be a, a creamed horn hole uh, for Christmas 2022. Uh, right, Tom. James. Um, what, <laughs> what's uh, what's the little Mester's beer like? It's nice, actually. It's really refreshing. So yeah, it's got a good taste to it. I'd, I'd definitely get it again. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just noticed on the front it says Superbia Aqua Aqualonis. That's Latin, Latin for Everton for Sheffield Wednesday nil. 
Right, okay. Sean, <laughs> tell us what your beer's like, because then I can mute you after that. Go on. Uh, I, I, I need to apologise to Laura. Laura, I've not been able to see you all night. Uh, you, you appear in a little box, and I thought you'd gone, Laura. I, I didn't realise that you were still there. <laughs> you're just—you're not there on my screen. No, it's a nightmare. Um, so, my my Rasputin um, is easily my beer of the year. I know we're 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 only uh, uh, approaching the end of January, but lovely. It's it, uh, as a stout, less roastiness. Uh, but the age of it all now and the barrel aging beforehand, lots of lovely dark fruits, raisins, every dried fruit you can think of uh, is, is in there. Abs- truly outstanding. So thanks, Paul, if you if you do listen to this and did give me that beer, then I, I, I owe you one. And hello, Laura, I'll, I'll see you later. Or, uh, on, on, on la- no, I still She's can't back. see Laura. I, I still can't oh. see her. <laughs> I can't see her. I'll click, um, on, I'll click on your name. Hookster is exactly as I remember it. It is um, just so ridiculously powerfully hoppy, it's untrue. Um, and it reminds me why I loved it so much when it first came out. So great to um, have it back. And long may it remain. I would just like to uh, to place that comment um, on record, Laura, if you want to you know, pass it on to anyone. It's, you know, if... Huckster wanted to stay around for a while, it would be very, uh, very welcome. Uh, and that just leaves Adam. Um, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised, actually. I think if it wasn't for this theme, I wouldn't have picked up a can of it and even had to kind of hunt for it a little bit. They'd had it in the green shop, but um, Tom will probably know has been in there that the the ones that you can get hold of with your hands is a lot of Abbeydale and, and uh, Thornbridge, but then kind of behind the counter-ish, there's, there's some other stuff that's probably not as popular and I had to kind of ask say, have you got have you got a have you got a kind of pale rider in there and um so yeah I got one and um yeah I probably would actually go and get another one actually it's like really really quaffable and um got that really nice kind of classic nice bitterness pop, pop, pop to, it, Adam. to it yeah nice um, bitterness yeah really nice and uh, do you know I I think I don't know whether it, I don't know whether the can or bottle thing makes any difference but um I kind of didn't think I was going to enjoy it, and but really enjoyed it to the point where it's disappeared, and I'm already on the deception. So I'm on, I'm on deception next <laughs> yeah, so as yeah, well. Thumbs up actually, to it. So not far behind you. Thumbs up to it. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, I can't really fault it. Really, uh, really, really, kind of classic, classic, and dead easy to drink. No, no funny, no funny flavours in there. Just straight up, like old school. Can I congratulate school. Tom yeah, there good. as well if we've got time? Because I don't think that we've had a guest yet that. Uh, a sup there beer straight from the can, Tom. You're a proper, yep. a proper Illsborough, Illsborough Wednesday lad, straight from the can. We're we're arty farty with all those posh glasses, but you've shown us how to do it tonight. <laughs> I, I can't take credit. I did literally leave my glass. I got my glass out oh. ready and left it. Straight <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have just taken the credit, but I, I always think I've got about 15 million different glass styles downstairs. I'm really annoyed actually. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, good stuff. Well, um, thank you all, and um, I think yeah, good beer choices all round. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with uh, another beer theme. Well, beer theme for most of us. Sean will just make up his own because that's what he does. Um, and uh, yeah, we will see you in a couple of weeks.